Welcome to Recovering My Inner Child. My name is Kawant Saluja. Our first reading comes from Melody Beatty's The Language of Letting Go, and the topic is owning our power. Don't you see? We don't have to be so victimized by life, by people, by situations, by work, by our friends, by our love, relationships, by our family, our feelings, our thoughts, our circumstances, and ourselves. You know, and she says victimized, and, you know, sometimes I have to remind myself, I don't have to be hijacked by any of this stuff. We are not victims. We do not have to be victims. That is the whole point. Yes, admitting and accepting powerlessness is important, but that is the first step, an introduction to the business of recovery. Later comes owning our power, changing what we can. This is as important as admitting and accepting powerlessness is. And there is so much we can change. We can own our power wherever we are, wherever we go, whoever we are with. We do not have to stand there with our hands tied, groveling helplessly, submitting to whatever comes along. There are things we can do. We can speak up, solve the problem, use the problem to motivate ourselves to do something good for ourselves. Yeah, and I think that's the whole point about no longer being a victim is, you know, releasing the past and realizing that the future uh, is is a mystery, and you know we can do these things. You know what she says: owner power, wherever, and don't have to grovel. Um, speak up, solve the problem. You know, be responsible. Back to the reading: we can make ourselves feel good. We can walk away. We can come back on our own terms. We can stand up for ourselves. We can refuse to let others control and manipulate us. We can do what we need to do to take care of ourselves. That is the beauty. The reward, the crown of victory we are given in this process called recovery. It is what it's all about. If we can't do anything about the circumstance, we can change our attitude. We can do the work within, courageously face our issues so we are not victimized. We have been given a miraculous key to life. We are victims no more unless we want to be. Freedom and joy are ours for the taking, for the feeling, for the hard work we have done. Today, I will remind myself as often as necessary that I'm not a victim and I do not need to be victimized by whatever comes my way. I will work hard to remove myself as a victim, whether that means setting and enforcing a boundary, walking away, dealing with my feelings, or giving myself what I need. God, help me let go of my need to feel victimized. Just a great reading. The next reading also comes from Melody Beatty's Language of Letting Go, and the topic is keep at it. Keep practicing your recovery behaviors, even when they feel awkward, even when they haven't quite taken yet, even if you don't get it yet. Sometimes it takes years for a recovery concept to move from our mind into our heart and soul. We need to work at recovery behaviors with the diligence, effort, and repeated practice we apply to codependent behaviors. We need to force ourselves to do things even when we don't feel natural. We need to tell ourselves we care about ourselves and can take care of ourselves, even when we don't believe what we're saying. This lady is so brilliant and so vital, really, to the happiness and prosperity of my life. And, you know, I think just kind of pausing, I'm just very grateful for these two books to come across these books in recovery. Back to the reading. We need to do it and do it and do it day after day, year after year. It is unreasonable to accept Expect this new way of life to sink in overnight. We may have to act as if for months, years, before recovery behaviors become ingrained and natural. Even after years, we may find ourselves in times of stress or duress 
reverting to old ways of thinking, feeling, and behaving. I'm going to pause here, and this is where I got to remind myself, progress, not perfection. And there has been a lot of progress because I can get really wrapped up, you know, uh, you know, if I'm, you know, lonely on a Saturday, it's like, oh, you're never getting it. And it's like, no, this is, this takes time. And you have to act as if. Even after years, we may find ourselves in times of stress or duress, reverting to old ways, thinking, feeling, and behaving. We may have layers of feelings we aren't ready to acknowledge until years into our recovery. That's okay. When it's time, we will. Do not give up. It takes time to get self-love into the core of us. It takes repeated practice. Time and experience, lessons, lessons, and more lessons. Then, just when we think we've arrived, we find we have more to learn. That's the joy of recovery. We get to keep learning and growing all of our life. And I think that sentence is interesting because I think for so long, my development was arrested, whether it was by addiction or the dysfunction, living in a dysfunctional uh, family. And now, for the first time, you know, you know, really since recovery, I get to learn and grow. And as long as I stick in recovery, I will learn and grow. And that is in a way that no job really would have done or, you know, even like a lot of relationships. Back to the reading. Keep on taking care of yourself no matter what. Keep on plugging away at recovery behaviors one day at a time. Keep on loving yourself even when it doesn't feel natural. Act as if for as long as necessary, even if that time period feels longer than necessary. One day it will happen. You will wake up and find that you've been struggling with and working so hard at and forcing yourself to do finally feels comfortable. It has hit our soul. Then you go on to learn something new and better. Today, I will plug away at my recovery behaviors, even if they don't feel natural. I will force myself to go through the motions, even if that feels awkward. I will work at loving myself until I really do. And that might be the biggest act as if loving yourself. Now we go to strengthening my recovery and the topic is step two. Came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Big red book, page 130. Our parents have been our gods. This is normal for children because parents are their primary support system. As adults, many of us had not progressed past this stage of growth, no matter how far away we had moved. We had believed everything they said for so long that we continued to internalize their negativity and messages without even being around them. Their voices were inside us. Yeah, and I think definitely the more negative parent. Concerning religious beliefs, some of our families had no tolerance for anything except their religious belief system. Others of us may have been told that only weak-minded people believed in a higher power. You know, my the, the thing that I got was just a very, like, always a very derisive and, like, it just made me feel gross inside you know, my dad would talk about, you know, religious people are, you know, and it just, it, it separated the message. And I felt like 12 steps gave me the freedom to discover my own higher power that not only from my family, but also I think my religion were the messages I was given by our version of, uh, you know, like, I don't know, for lack of a better word, priests, uh, were very, um, Confusing, let's say, for a kid. And the steps give the clarity. Back to the reading. In recovery, when many of us seek to identify a higher power, we may be confused by these intolerant and abusive viewpoints. See, I said the confused. To find clarity, we give ourselves permission to step away from those old ideas, even about what the word God means. 
Many of us may start by seeing our ACA family as the something greater than ourselves. This is the beginning of our search for spiritual freedom. It may seem foreign at first because this wouldn't have been allowed in our families, but we are on a journey. We try things out and see what works for us. We notice we have an inner compass and we start to follow it fearlessly. On this day, I know there is a power greater than me. I honor the fact that my concept of a higher power may continue to change as I grow. That's so good. Now I have to read that again. On this day, I know there is a power greater than me. I honor the fact that my concept of a higher power may continue to change as I grow. And the final reading comes from ACA, Strengthening My Recovery, and the topic is feelings. People want recovery, but they prefer it be pain-free. That is understandable, but unfortunately, identifying and feeling our feelings is a part of healing. Feelings, what are those? As children from dysfunctional homes, if we cried, many of us were told, stop crying or I'll, I'll give you something to cry about. If we openly showed our feelings, we risk being told we were stupid or that we never amount to anything. Yeah, uh, the second part. When our parents fail to show up at our special school events, we learn not to show hurt or disappointment. I think I did this particularly with sports. I don't think I, parents never really, they always showed up to everything else. They never showed up to my sporting events. And I don't want to be like a victim here, but I realized that sports was like the only thing that mattered to me. The more vulnerable we were, the more we were shamed. When we were verbally or physically abused, we pretended it didn't happen. Our broken hearts shut down. When many of us first come to ACA, we may have no idea how we're feeling. We've been shut down for so long that numb feels normal. Our tears are frozen. Opening up to our feelings seems threatening and scary. As we keep coming back, we learn to heal by developing trust in our fellow travelers. This feeling of trust can lead to the opening of the floodgates, an expression of emotion that eventually feels normal. As we release our old pain, we make room for discovering how to play and have fun again. We open our hearts and feel joy in our lives. On this day, I welcome all of my feelings, especially those that are familiar and uncomfortable. I have the tools to work through them in order to mend my broken heart from childhood. And that concludes the readings for today. Until next time, this is Kowans Luja reminding myself to feel my feelings, to love myself, to pause because that's where God is. To be still and know. And don't just do something, sit there.